Hey, really quick before we get started, please remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and drop a review for me. That'd be great. You can also check me out at rhitch.com. That's R-H-I-T-C-H. As a reminder, everything said in this episode is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions alone. All statements regarding companies made are strictly beliefs or points of view held by myself or my guests and not a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold any securities. Myself or my guests may or may not maintain positions in securities discussed. Hello and welcome back to the Financial Breakaway Podcast. I am Ryan Hitchcock, your host, and I am a financial planner with High Point Capital Group out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Today I have another great episode with some amazing guests, good friends of mine as well, Mike Wojcikowski and Jamie Eichen. They're co-owners of Brew Fitness Shorewood, a great new in-person gym here in the Milwaukee area. And in this episode, they share this uh, amazing story of opening an in-person gym in the middle of a pandemic which is a very inspiring story, it turns out. So we then wrap that conversation around this new world that the fitness industry finds itself in with these in-person gyms coming back from, you know, when they were closed during COVID. Uh, But there's still at-home gyms with the technology still around. So lots of great stuff in this episode. So with that being said, let's get into it. Welcome back to the Financial Breakaway Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the fitness industry and what investors need to know about it while they're trying to navigate this new normal of business and investing. So I have a couple of my favorite people, some amazing guests with me today that are going to help us understand this industry. I have uh, Mike Wojcikowski and Jamie Eichen. With me here, they're the co-owners of Brew Fitness in Shorewood, Wisconsin. Can you guys hear me okay? How are you? We're great. How are you? How are you doing? Good, good. Thanks again for being here, guys. So um, so real quick, guys, give me a few few minutes here before I turn it over to you, and we're going to get to your great story of opening your new gym and the take on the fitness industry. But um, let me just give a little background on why I have you here. Um, you know, I'm talking about this uh, quote unquote new normal and investing in this new normal of this world. And, um, you know, I think it all started with this onset of COVID, obviously. And, you know, as we know, all life and business turned on its head. Now we're a couple of years into this uh, and we're seeing this trickle down effect and it can, seen, can be seen all over from government policies, crazy market volatility, global unrest. There's booms and busts in certain companies or sectors, specifically even in the fitness industry, which we'll talk about. But I think it's fair to say, you know, this world is a lot more complicated now than it was even just two years ago. So, you know, I'm trying to talk to people like yourselves, experts in these fields, and hopefully provide, you know, people listening and investors listening a unique view on this, uh, this new life and new normal we find ourselves trying to navigate. So that's just the background. So specific to you guys, Jamie and Mike, um, let me just read off some facts just to, you know, we can reference back to these, but I think they're kind of interesting. So I found a report from um, Yelp. Yelp turned out to be an amazing place during the, uh, to find information on what people were doing, doing during COVID. But uh, this was a Yelp economic impact report in September of 2020. So mid-COVID. Um, you know, there's a lot of devastation going on in in health, but obviously, and obviously health, but every industry too. But um, what was interesting is that gyms and fitness facilities 
I think it says went unnoticed and we're actually closing at higher rates than almost any other industry, including restaurants and bars, which got most of the kind of notoriety. Um, and then it kind of went on to say, uh, unlike restaurants and bars and live venue events, eventually those got uh, direct relief from Congress. But, but from what I know about this, maybe you can help me explain later, uh, gyms and fitness industry has not got any of that direct um, response from Congress. Um, a, few, a few more things. So I found this report. It's, it's uh, from IHRSA, and I don't know what that stands for, but it basically it's a website that said the Global Health Fitness Association. It was a report from August 5th of 2021. So I just have to mention that. But what it said is in 2019, there was over 40,000 fitness facilities around in the U.S. And then as of July 1st of last year, 2021, 22% of gyms and studios permanently closed their doors. So that's a pretty big number. Um, goes on to say after 10 years of consistent revenue growth, the fitness industry lost 29 billion, that's a B, a billion in revenue from March of 2020 through June of 2021. So that's a 52% decline from 2019, insane. Um, however, like the at-home fitness companies saw huge booms, you know, the Pelotons of the world being the biggest benefactor, seeing millions of subscribers to their bikes and treadmills. Um, other companies like, you know, I think it's Nautilus and that has the Bowflex bikes and Apple Fitness. I mean, there's a lot of that at-home play, which I want to talk about the pros and cons of that, what you guys are seeing. Um, but also in this, uh, this June 2021 survey, uh, it did it over 2000 of Americans. Um, it said that 50% of them plan to return to their gym membership in the next six to 12 months. Um, so there's a lot of back and forth and I'm, I'm, I'm curious to get your takes on those on, on where you see the consumer at in the fitness industry. Um, so, but anyways, let me stop there. Thanks for letting me get that out there. And I want to kind of get back to you guys. So Jamie, Mike, uh, brew fitness, Shorewood, give us your background. Tell us what's going on. Yep. Um, sure. So we, uh, we open in August of 2021, August 11th. So we are going to be coming up on our one year before we, before we know it. Um, we both have pretty extensive backgrounds in fitness. I have been in fitness for the last 14 years, uh, starting off in, in big box gyms as a one-on-one -on -one personal trainer, and then, uh, worked for Orange Theory for about eight years when it was a baby company and uh, grew into one of the fastest growing fitness franchise in the entire world. Um, was able to learn a lot on the business end uh, and Mike and I had always talked about wanting to open our own place uh, up here in Wisconsin. And we know that, um, you know, drinking is is kind of a thing in Wisconsin so you're like man wouldn't it be fun to just open up a gym that also serves beer and it was just you know it was just a dream in our head that we didn't perfect fit yeah, yeah really 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 kind of manifest into anything until we uh we we were in Georgia for a short period of time and then moved back and we're ready to to kind of jump in and do our own thing and um, Brew Fitness Milwaukee opened back in 2017. 
And when we moved back, we were basically just looking for jobs <laughs> and ended up coming across uh, Brew Fitness in, uh, in the Milwaukee downtown location and went and visited it and thought there was a really cool vibe and atmosphere and, and wanted to jump on board. So we ended up partnering with uh, uh, the gentleman that owns the location down there. We're kind of independent of each other, um, but we share the same name. Um, so that's so, Brew Fitness Milwaukee, and you guys are Brew Fitness Shorewood, just to be clear. Right? Yeah, yeah. So we uh, we're here, and and we're just excited to you know be business owners and and learn along the way. Uh, and that's oh, that's that's amazing. Congratulations! So um, I'm, I'm, I know we're going to dive deeper into that kind of opening. I have a lot of questions on you know opening a gym you know, you opened in 2021, but I mean, a lot of had to happen before that. So I'm curious to get that take, but explain to me a little bit more about like, okay, you got beer at the gym. What kind of gym is it? So we are, uh, we have group classes. We have open gym. We also offer personal training. Um, our main source of class would be our group classes. So we offer those throughout the day. Um, so members will come in, we'll have a certain emphasis of the day, we have our brew strength class, which would be a mix of weights and some cardio. We have a nitro brew class, which would be like our heavy cardio base class. And then we offer a max strength class where we'll uh, program out um, exercises for the members, you know, based off of their strength potential um, and, and go from there. So we have that throughout the week. And so open Monday through Sunday or? Sunday, uh, first class is 5 a.m. Our last class, Monday through Thursday, is 5.45 p.m. And then we have three weekend classes on Saturday and then one on Sunday right now. Wow. Wow. Well, congratulations. I mean, I know, um, you know, from seeing you guys online, if you're listening, definitely we'll, we'll, we'll take you and follow them. They're great social media. Um, looks like you guys are doing a great job. So good work. Thank you. Yes. So let me, let me just ask what made you open a gym during the middle of a pandemic an in-person gym i i think that you know being being in i guess a boutique fitness studio for a long period of time and building those relationships with people and i remember the day that we closed it was march 17th of 2020 and we were literally in the middle of a class and we're told that that was the last day we were going to be open. And we thought it was just going to be a two week shutdown and we'd, we'd be back, you know, the, in two weeks and, yeah. and classes and members were very upset. They were like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You're closing down our gym. Um, and that was and, at your, your old gym you're talking about, right? That was at the old gym. Yeah. So, you know, fast forward a, yeah. a year and a half later, people are wanting to get back into that social interaction, I think for, you know, for us, we wanted to be able to give that back to people. Yeah. They were tired of, of, of doing their at-home stuff and just missed the interaction of having that personal touch with a coach versus, you know, watching a screen or trying to do it on their own. They needed that extra motivation. So, yeah. And, and, and I'm just trying to make, keep this in reference or in the frame that this was still, you know, pretty early or mid 2021. I mean, I know we're, we're already, uh, you know, quarter into 2022 and things have changed a lot already now, but like, 
I think back to that time last year, um, was it still nerve wracking though? I mean, yeah, I mean, there was at that point, I think we still had mass mandates, yeah. you know? Um, so that's something that was deterring members from coming in because, you know, with the physical activity, it, it's tough to, to breathe while you're wearing that mask, yeah, you know, sure. especially with our, our cardio type based classes. I mean, you're moving pretty hard yeah. that's getting up and it's like, all right, well, you're almost waterborne yourself, you know, <laughs> swallowing your sweat. Like, oh man, this is rough. It was something that we had to take into consideration, you know, like, okay. But we also think that maybe we're on the back end of it, hopefully. You know, then all of a sudden you had a new variant that came out that we yeah. weren't expecting either. So that's, you know, something that, you know, put a little more fear into us. Yeah. I mean, did, you know, I, I like, again, thinking back to that time, like, I'm, a, I'm always, this is why I do this podcast, is I always think the news sometimes um, is telling random stories. But at that time, the news literally was talking about the death of in person uh, gyms or, or could they ever make this comeback? And you guys, from what I'm hearing, tell me if I'm wrong, just kind of knew your client base and knew people wanted that interaction. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. You know, and it's been it's been a slow and steady rise. I mean, we didn't open the doors and have 500 members right away <laughs> by any means. I mean, um, I would say actually this past March was probably our best month as far as new joins coming in. Um, but, you know, you had that you think like New Year's resolution, January, like everyone's going to be like, all right, we're coming back to the gym. Well, it didn't happen, you know, and I felt as far as March being our best month and we're kind of still piggybacking off of that nice. and trying to grow a little bit more um, as we come out of this thing. Yeah. I mean, so that's a good segue. So like, you know, now in 2022, you know, after you opened and congrats on, on battling through that and, you know, literally putting your money where your convictions were in the face of adversity, I got to give you a lot of credit for that. Um, but, you know, now in 2021, um, are you seeing even a bigger change in the consumer and in, in the fitness coming back into your gym? I, I would say so. Um, it's funny, we talked, you know, earlier about Peloton and things of that nature. And, you know, they ended up getting bought by somebody else, I think, or I can't remember what happened with them offhand or a new CEO, one or the other. Yeah, yeah. But, we actually have a few members that work for Peloton and, and they're starting to let people go because they're not moving like they were moving before yeah, during the pandemic, you know, oh, sales are going down. People are like wanting to buy, you know, the bikes are at home stuff, just like Jamie was mentioning. People are looking for that in-person interaction and, and, and missing that. Hey there, it's your host, Ryan here. Just wanted to interrupt for a quick sec. If you work with a financial advisor, financial planner, investment professional of the likes, you have to ask yourself, are they going the extra mile for you? Are they digging into the economy like I'm doing here with these interviews so I can better understand this economy and the markets for my clients eventually? Or is your advisor giving you cookie cutter advice? It never hurts to get a second opinion, a second set of eyes on your financial plans or investment strategies. So head on over to my website, rhitch.com. That's R-H-I-T-C-H.com. Click on the work with me tab. It's up on the right hand corner there and set up a complimentary consultation and let's have a conversation. All right, that's it for me. Let's get back to the rest of the interview. Talking about, yeah, like there's a lot of public um, at home. There's uh, companies out there. There's a lot of public 
box doors and just in-person type of place. So it's good to get this feel. Um, but yeah, Peloton, you know, talking about Peloton, yeah, they had explosive growth during, during COVID and then had, it's had medi- meteoric fall into this year. Is there a, is this a zero sum game, the fitness industry, or is there room for both? Uh, I definitely think there's room for both. Um, just in, you know, our area here, there was a place called Power Cycle, which was a, a spin type class. Now they actually just shut down. Really? Uh, and I think, you know, that was probably due to the fact of Peloton and everybody kind of owning their own bikes and being like, well, I don't have to go into a class. I can do this at home now. Interesting. As far as the bike goes. Um, so they just recently shut down and they have another location um, in the area, which that one's still open, but this one didn't uh, make it. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, but, um, you know, for both being around, I still think there are people out there, you know, that want to be at home and and still have that fear of something possibly happening. You know, I mean, you'll go out into the world now and you'll still still people with masks on, you know, even though it's optional, we still give that, you know, um, to our members as, hey, if you want to come in with a mask, by all means, come in with a mask. We're not saying that you have to wear it by any means, but that, that's your choice. Yeah. And that's something I'm always curious on too. So like, you know, you, it, the, the people today definitely are, are one or the other or everything in between and then everything in between, I should probably say. Um, are you seeing that where it's uh, kind of only, I guess a good example is only the people that, you know, might be healthier, not as scared, whatever you want to call them coming into in person or are you getting a little bit of both so like they're still coming in the gym but maybe they're still wearing masks i'm just i'm just trying to get a a feel for the the people using gyms i would say about 90 percent 90 to 90 to 95 percent of people um feel more of a sense of normalcy i it covid really isn't spoken about and less than five percent will come in with a mask and eventually just get rid of it, not scared at all. Um, More so our inquiries. Uh, So, you know, walk in uh, potential members, people who just want to check out the gym, they'll always come in with a mask on, ask what our mandates are. Um, But for the most part, I feel like our members are comfortable enough. We also put a cap on our classes. So, you know, there's only so many people that are allowed in class. our members don't feel like they're on top of one another. Um, and cleanliness is, yeah. is a big thing, you know? So we, we make sure that we, we follow CDC guidelines when it comes to like the cleanliness part of it um, in that sense. Yeah, those are great points. Those, that's what I was gonna ask kind of on is like, you know, um, you know what are you doing on uh, are people wanting, you know, extra, extra cleanliness and, and sounds like that's still a yes. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the kind of piggyback off of what she was talking about, like our age group wise, and, you know, you talk about like health concerns. I mean, we have members of 14 to the age of 60 plus. Oh, that's, that's so cool. we got a big wide range of, you know, ages that are coming in, taking classes. Um, you know, you would think like the elderly would be a little more concerned about that but they seem to be just fine you know nice. coming in and, and being around everybody else like jamie says we are capped in our classes so we we have space it's not six feet or anything 
by that means, but there's still enough space between folks to whether you like, you don't feel like you're on top of each other. So, so yeah, so this, um, you know, in my, my head, I'm always thinking in this series is this new normal. So it sounds like, you know, you're, you're still having some COVID related policies with the class size caps and all that, but starting to get more to not towards normalcy in a way. Um, but you know, maybe think out six to 12 months. Does that sound like a lot of potential for you guys then for even more people coming back? Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it, you know, I think a big thing with, with a lot of gym industries outside of the pandemic is really creating that atmosphere. If you create the atmosphere, it's like cheers, right? You want to go where everybody knows your name. Uh, and if you can create that atmosphere for somebody to be just that part of their day, people want to come back and they want to tell more people to, you know, come on through. I would even say with our, our marketing tools, word of mouth is, is bigger than anything. And part of that is going to include, you know, what our policies are and, and the studio being clean and using sanitizer and, you know, keeping enough space in class for people to still feel like there's room without that overcrowdedness. Okay. No, that's a great point. Um, maybe give me your, your kind of feelings on, you mentioned like creating this atmosphere. You guys have a definite um, kind of unique fitness studio. Um, compare that to like the big box stores that, uh, what are your takes on, you know, this and kind of relating to zero sum game or not, or, you know, it seems like there's a lot of dichotomy in the fitness industry right now. Well, for us, it's being personable with everybody. Um, you know, they walk in the door, we're greeting them by their name. You know, we know who they are. Um, you get to know them on more of a personal level, like being able just to talk to people, pick a little snippet of something throughout their day or something that happened last week, you know, and you, you keep that in the memory bank and checking on them and, and things of that nature. So instead of being at a big box gym where you're more a number than anything else, you know, nobody knows who you are yeah. here. We, we know you are, we want our members to interact with each other. We do social events um, to try to get out together in the community, um, get involved in the community more, you know, yeah. being around local businesses, just trying to pub them up just to, to show that, you know, we're more than just, I guess, a gym. Sure. No, that's, that makes total sense. Um, yeah. Also with that, um, you know, big box gym compared to what we do is most people, I would say 80% plus when you, they walk into a gym, they have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. We, we provide them with the tools that they need to, if you are a beginner, to be able to start at a beginner level and educate. I think that's that's the biggest thing, educate them on how to do things the correct way to feel confident in the future and say, oh, I can go and do this on my own without feeling like somebody's judging me or me, me assuming that somebody's judging me because I'm walking into a place and I have no idea what I'm doing or I'm afraid to go to the free weights because that's where all the buff people live. <laughs> so, so I think a, a big differentiator for us is just building that confidence level. Yeah, that, that's a great point. That sounds like 
you know, almost like a no brainer, but it's uh, not done a lot in the fitness industry. So, so good. Work. Um, so like kind of some of my last set of questions here, I'm curious about just the um, everyday fitness person. Have you seen in this new normal world, are they, are people um, coming out of COVID, I guess, to put it that way, um, are they more focused on fitness? Has there been a deterrence from their fitness? It seems like people kind of had one or the other ways, maybe even kind of through the COVID. Um, how has that progressed? I mean, feel free to take it where you want, but um, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, um, <laughs> I think that you have both, right? So you, you have people that are literally like, oh my gosh, I've put on 20 pounds. And I need to do something about it. Um, A lot of self-guilt of just sitting around and becoming less mobile and just, I don't know if it's just watching TikTok videos or, you know, whatever it is, social media and just feeling like, okay, I got to get out out there and do something. And then obviously it's a seasonal thing. It's not even a COVID thing where it's the oh, weather warmer. People want to feel better about the bodies that they're in. Ah, um, but then also, <laughs> we also have members that, you know, perfect example, a member who had had COVID before, but had been really motivated to work out, but COVID had affected her her heart and she ended up having inflammation in her heart and the doctor, they, they theorized, is that a word theorized, um, that it could have been something caused from COVID. So she was very skeptical about pushing herself too much. Oh yeah. Being that, you know, there were long-term effects on her heart. Uh, you know, so we kind of both kind of just across the board. Yeah. So, yeah, and it's, it's whatever the person's mindset's going to be, you know, you can, you can steer people in one direction, but I think yeah. everyone's going to have their opinion on it. And that, and that comes down to us as being coaches is trying to flip that switch and that mindset of being like, Hey, you're going to be okay. And like, yeah. I'm going to push you to that point of where you feel like you're not going to be okay. <laughs> you know? And then get beyond that. Yeah, uh, and, and build that confidence level for them, and and like Jamie said before, like being educators uh, and teaching them how to move and, and to move with purpose, and not just move to move. Yeah, you know, they're getting something out of it, and then once that light bulb clicks and they start to understand that, you know, then um, it just becomes second nature to them. You know, and ideally, you know, at some point, we we would love for our members to have to move on to go somewhere else. Yeah. And be like, hey, I can go on my own now. I don't, yeah. but the community aspect, like going back to COVID and, and not having that in a while, like they want to be around other people and they want that social yeah. life. Yeah. No, that, that's great insight. You know, that's what I'm hearing is this, this, you know, that's why I love having these conversations because not being in that industry is from what I'm hearing is, you know, what you guys are seeing is people, especially more so now than ever, needed that kind of personal touch to kind of help them in their fitness journey in this new normal crazy world we're in um because it's all across the board is what i'm hearing yeah Yeah, for sure i mean Um, you don't have to like coughing or sneezing in class and everyone's like turning at them and like looking like oh boy you know what do you got type thing i mean it's like okay cool on to the next one that's that's good so it's a great conversation um 
So kind of my last question I always like to leave people with, and then I want to hear how this beer comes more into play in the workout here. So, so let me make sure I ask that question in a minute. Um, but what do you think people, you know, trying to navigate this, you know, quote unquote, new world or new normal in this economy and investing might be getting wrong about the fitness industry? Or what are they getting wrong about this so-called battle of in-person versus at-home working out? I think it's just probably the, the contact, the close contact that you have with, with other people and those that are still battling that fear, which as you had mentioned before, you know, the media can give one take on something, but being boots on the ground every day can, can really, you can see something else through that. Okay. Um, that makes sense. No, that's great. Answer. Yeah. So I, I, I think just the, the contact, uh, yeah. especially having a personal trainer, right? You're not going to have a six foot space between you and this person who's trying to teach you how to move. So yeah. I think that's probably one of the biggest factors that um, might steer people in a direction of, of not being ready yet or sure. like it's not going to be something for them, but it can also be an excuse, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good answer. That makes sense. Most people will find an excuse to not exercise. I would love to find an excuse every day. That's the easy part. You're right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So. yeah. What, about, what about you, Mike? You been sharing maybe, you know, some people are afraid mm -hmm. of like, you know, and I think it's just been brought on through the media or things of that nature. We're like, oh, if you touch this, you're going to get something. Yeah. Yesterday we had a workout that we shared equipment and nobody batted an eye. It was like, yeah. all right, you got to move fast, quick transition. Here we go. Yeah. And that was that. You know, when we wipe everything down, you know, when we're all done, everybody wipes down everything. But at that point of that workout, it was like, all right, you're going to move from one piece of equipment to the next one, to the next one. You three are rotating together and here it is. Mm -hmm. and sure. yeah. yeah i mean and that it's funny i did a one of these episodes with some uh, janitorial sanitation people and we talked about that kind of uh during covid especially you know it, it, people were wiping down stuff like crazy like you know the, your amazon boxes your takeout food and then all of a sudden like you know the cdc's come out saying it's really not by touch that you get it. It's more airborne, all this, but people still wipe down everything crazy. But um, I think it sounds like people are starting to realize that, but you know, cleanliness is still important at the same time. So, um, I mean, if you probably go back hundreds of years and people in gyms not wiping down anything. Yeah, yeah. never yeah. been wiped down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wiped down ever. Or, yeah. or I always like to use the example of the gas station pump. Who's oh, ever wiped down a gas station pump handle? Yeah, oh, that's a good point. You know, <laughs> I'm thinking about what people do when they're driving in a car, especially for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? No, that's good. All right. Well, hey, this has been a great conversation. So just, uh, so again, how do you, where do you get this beer in? Is it obviously not before a workout? Uh, well, I mean, I guess it depends on the person. Uh, it's, I would say it's definitely more of a novelty, right? The idea of having beer on tap while you're working out is great. Um, we are fortunate to have members that work uh, in industries where we'll get donations as well. <laughs> so we'll just share. Um, we do free beer Fridays. 
Uh, so Friday afternoon workout, if people want to hang out and have, have social hour afterwards and, and it's, yeah, it's just a, a fun little addition. That's awesome. Oh, well, it sounds like uh, great. I'm sorry. I haven't stopped by. I need to stop by here, but um, not just the beer. What's that? For the workout, not just the beer. Oh, okay. I, hey, I know you're gonna push it out, so I've got to make sure I'm hydrated. So, um, well, hey, thanks again, guys, for doing this conversation. I learned a lot. I know um, the listeners will too. So, um, I think we'll leave it at that. You guys have a great day. Awesome. We, we appreciate, appreciate you. you. Thanks for having us, thanks, guys. Take care. Bye. Ryan Hitchcock believes the information presented here is accurate and was obtained from sources that are believed to be reliable. However, Ryan does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of any information, and such information may be subject to change without notice from Ryan. Statements expressed by guests on this podcast are the views of those guests only and not of Ryan Hitchcock. Statements contained in this podcast may be statements of future expectations and other forward-looking statements that are based on Ryan Hitchcock's or guest current views and assumptions and involve known and or unknown risks and uncertainties that could cause actual results, performance, or events to differ materially from those expressed or implied in such statements.